He got a kick return in the middle of the field against us. Probably early, we lost the Roosters four times that year, but it was the first time we played them. And um, as I, as as Roger was bringing it back to us, I was on the just on the left hand side of Chucky uh, Anthony Watmo, and I go left foot, left foot. <laughs> Dusty banged him with the right foot and went, and went straight through. Um. And then Chucky's turning around, and as I'm running back, Chucky's going, "You said fucking left foot." <laughs> hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the YKTR Sports Show. As always, brought to you by BSC, the number one supplement company in the game, the Tommy Turbo of supplements. I'm gonna put you on the spot here, Scope. Give us a BSC ad right now. BSC ad. Um, Look in the camera, look in the camera. Yeah, I'm just trying to get the uh, the Shred Ultra Advanced Tropicana. It's just the perfect dose of uh, supplement that I need for when I get after it. As you know, Ice, um, you're still yet to get me. <laughs> we talked about it beforehand, but you know, you keep ripping into this, brother, and you might be able to get there one day. Grateful for BSC, grateful for BSC. All right, so rolling into a bit of content now. Had a vlog drop yesterday doing a DC challenge. One of your mates, Dizzy, as, yeah. as you like to call him. Yeah, Never met best him. mate. Never met him, but apparently you're best mate. Yeah. Uh, rolled into the challenge. I'm just going to be transparent. I didn't think you'll make it. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't too vocal vocal about it either, but um, yeah, you done it. So far, credit to you. So you want to talk us through that? Yeah. Uh, so it was he, he put it he put out a video probably about a week and a half ago, and then he was getting a lot of people sending him in um, clips of them having a crack at it. So kids though, yeah, kids, yeah, kids. <laughs> no, well, a couple of like older guys, like um, a few guys from even from the Super League, a couple of players that yeah. I knew from the Super League having a crack at it. Um, All those pommie boys can kick the ball really well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, they're generally good kickers over there. So, um, you know, like I said in the in the vlog, you know, I used to kick at a decent click back in um, <laughs> the under twenties. I was in the high seventies, early eighties. Were you like a sort of mouldy Fitzgibbon? Yes, <laughs> and I, this is at the Roosters. Yeah, this is at the Roosters. So, uh, yeah, I copped a lot of flack from um, my old coach uh, Jim Dimmick because you know, obviously, with my personality layering up, uh, I, I stepped up for a few kicks, and then. Uh, yeah, as, as we talked about in the office a little bit after watching the kicks, um, did a little bit of work at Parramatta with Daryl Halligan and some of the, like, the little things that he taught me over the years really come in handy for me not to kick <laughs> in a game. But Did you ever have a crack in the NRL game even when nah, you were leaving? I nah, I did. No, nah, I never got I never got one. So, um, like killer not passing up the ball. <laughs> That's it. All right, so we touched on a little bit earlier. I was starting to pull you back on these runs um, in the morning. Yeah, get a bit, bit, of, bit of fear in your eyes when you're looking back over your shoulder? No, the good thing is I could, like it's really pushing me to, to start going up in my any bit. I think we, you know, we all got comfortable uh, back – probably about four or five weeks ago, I was sort of just running to be running with the boys, yeah. running with you, running with Wildy. And now because, uh, you know, I can feel you coming like that one day when you come and pick me up and sat on my side and I was like, fuck, that's just not good enough. So I should have just ran past you. That would have been a giggle. I was going to him too, but I was like, I don't be a gronk. You know, you know that guy at um, fitness and he always goes hard on the last lap. Yeah. Uh, speaking of getting comfortable, you're in a relationship, um, taking the bracelet off. <laughs> What's part of what's the new thing on the midlife crisis this week? Oh, yeah. So, someone wrote midlife crisis in the comments. <laughs> they go, How good, Caleb? How good is Caleb at um vlogging? Scope's going for a midlife crisis, yeah. So, Nushi made me this little bracelet. To be fair, they're all just lockdown things. I don't like put too much thought into it. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, she loves me. Talk, talk us through the like. How does the conversation start where you've gone from painting in your nails, dyeing your hair, which looks Fucking vibey. I'm just going to give you that. Thank you. But rolling into the under fives bracelet. Basically, I'll just be playing 2K at home, <laughs> playing lockdown, and she'll come up with something, and I'll just agree to it while I'm playing 2K, and then um, she ends up like 
going, oh, well, you said you were going to do this or mm. we're going to paint your nails or we're going to dye your hair or we're gonna, I'm going to make you a bracelet. And I just go, yeah, yeah, sweet, sweet, sweet. So I was playing. And then, uh, you know, she's the boss, so whatever. Yeah, I like it. Like all good back rowers, just doing what you're told, eh, Skate? That's it. <laughs> all right, let's roll into the um, sports news. Bellyache re-signs. Obviously, I love it. We're, we're obviously Melbourne fans. They're both our second team. So what's your thoughts on this? Yeah, massive, not only just for Melbourne, but for the game. I think it's important that, that, that Bellamy's down there. Uh, we can't, uh, you know, obviously rugby league's so strong in Queensland and New South Wales in particular. Uh, if Bellamy was to leave and, and Melbourne wouldn't be successful, I think it would be... Um, yeah, just the game wouldn't be the same because um, we've sort of learned to hate as much as we love them as our second team. A lot of people have learned to hate them and, and they've got such good characters down there. So I just think it's important that they're, they're strong and, and with him staying, that, that keeps them there. And yeah, he's really important. So even if he's he's got a sort of a two, he's going to coach for the next two years, how important has the roster been where I think he attached himself to the big three? Yeah, a, a little bit earlier, and probably more so Cameron Smith. And you sort of heard when Cameron Smith retires, he's going to retire as well. But he's so good at coaching and so good at recruiting. This next lot that have come through, they do it in their own little style. Like Cheese is his own man, Harry Grant's his own man. Obviously, our boy Money. Um, I don't think it, it would have been too hard to walk away from those types of boys, wouldn't it? It would have been. He, I think, he even spoke. Did you see the storm clip that they put up? And he, he was speaking to the team. That's where they got the monster clip about um, monster having a little jab at him on Roasty's <laughs> thing. Um, it's such a good like. It looks like it's such a good environment. And he even said it like, yeah. Obviously, a few things come into his decision, but like he just found it too hard to walk away from the boys. Mm. Um, he's obviously got still got really strong relationships and. Like as good as those that big three was, like he could, he's potentially got like a top fucking six. Like Nico Hines, Pappy, mm. Jerome Hughes, Munster, Harry Grant, um, Brendan Smith. I know Nico's moving on, but he's almost got like two two at each position compared to what he used to have. And this could be massive for a guy like Cheese, mm. and and massive for for teams that are desperate to get him. Like. Now, if, if Bellamy stays, and with the way that the rules are going, like it even suits it now more to have like pay so, big money. Yeah. You can keep pay big money and keep Cheese and Harry Grant together. So, um, yeah, yeah, you could, you could pay one point two and have both of them, eh? For and I, I think I think they'll take a clip back to stay at Melbourne to play in grand finals. Harry Grant's going to get that back through Origin. Cheese is going to get that through probably brand endorsement deals, and that's just his personality type. I think. Players are moving a little bit smarter where they start to weigh up these type of things. Like, yeah. I look at Nick Kotrick, and he's at the Bulldogs right now. And I know we're going to touch on the Bulldogs a little bit later, and they're going to be growing towards that. But, fuck, like, taking the money right now and going to a, a, a lesser club probably yeah. isn't always the play. Jacko, can you look up and find out what the salary cap is? Or if you, I don't know if you know off the top of your head, just as we're talking about this. I just want to find out what the salary cap is, and I'd get a, a per- fair indication. Like a percentage breakdown. A percentage, down, yeah, yeah, of how much I'd pay for Harry to keep Harry and, and Cheese together because um, another big component, of this, obviously we'll get into it as well with the Sharks rebuilding, um, is that Dale Finucane's moved on, so that frees up more money to potentially keep Cheese and maybe put him in that 13 role where he can play 13 uh, and 9. Have you got a number there? Have you got me here? Yep. You got uh, yeah, so the, just off the top here, the National Rugby League salary cap 2021 is 9.9 million with a minimum wage of 115. Fuck, bro. I'd pay, I'd pay more to keep them together. I'd pay 1.5 or over. Yeah. Like if they were on and that's se- under 10%. If, if they, they were over 10%. If they were on 750 a pop each at the moment with the form that they're in. Good mates. I'd, and they, you know that they work well. To, they play well together. Not only good mates, but they actually play well. Um, you know, cheese... 
always he said it a few times this year uh, he's gone over a couple of meetings and he goes oh you know harry's just getting me the ball in the right spots like that's not fake that they've got a mad relationship they know how to play with each other if i could somehow you know uh put put 1.5 in, into the cap for those two and to keep them i'd do it yeah and in more. a heartbeat I'd, I'd yeah and i'd probably i'd, I'd probably even go more yeah that'd be that'd be minimum yeah. um so we talked about like bellamy up there with the elite cl- coaches you go him you go wayne bennett Trent Robinson, is that fair? No one else is in that in that upper in echelon. the conversation. Uh, nah. and no, and I, I think it's daylight after those three. Who I'm trying to think now off the top of my head. Who's next after that? I couldn't even think of. Nah. That's just how. Oh, Desi, Desi would have to be close to the conversation yeah, for what no, he's done. Not like not on these boys' level. Made a few grand finals, man. Like six, talking about if you're talking about success rate, he, he obviously did what he did at Manly. You got to forget he came in from the Northern Beaches, built Manly to what they were. Agreed. Went to the Dogs, built them to what they were. A couple of grand finals in three or four years. But he, I feel like he's got yeah. a lifespan on his coaching, man, because he always back ends deals. Yeah, well, that's yeah, but that's a part of coaching as well. That's ta- like tactical. Like if we're talking about in the conversation, I dare say De- Desi would probably be the next in line. He's what he's won. Yeah, yeah, two, yeah. two grand finals, been, been in, in the five, couple, been yeah. in f- maybe five. So, um, yeah, but like when we, me and Jackson were talking about a little bit before, Bellamy's playing talent compared to your Trent Robinsons and your Wayne Bennett's over the course. Yes, no, that's what separates. You. And and even his big three, he developed like Broncos overlooked Cameron Smith. Like no one was looking at Billy Slater. Yeah. No one would have predicted Kronk would have been had the career he has. So his his in terms of developing players, he's he's right up there, isn't he? Isn't he? Yeah. And also developing coaches as well, like all the assistant coaches that have come from a Melbourne system. He's just had sustained sustained success. So it's crazy to see. Yeah. Um. So also, like your dad was your a coach. My dad was a coach, and you have coaches that can influence people's lives. I think he's. Like, I, t- I was talking to Sandor Earl yesterday. He goes, Fire, there's nothing like being in the Melbourne system. You take that skill set and you just apply it to anywhere in life and you're going to be good. And we grew up with dads as our coaches. And as always, like, I remember we were playing touch with your dad and I missed the touch on a Sunday. <laughs> Fucking spray of doom. Well, you would have been about 15 yeah, or something as well. Yeah, 15. He used to stay at Scopes house when I was a little bit younger. He goes, fuck, you're going to play defense as well? You only play an attack. Yeah, just relax. Um, touch. Yeah, so even going further back, we used to have this uh, casual game of touch on a Sunday, a bit like how we tried to play the other day. And it used to be a pretty good uh, turn turnout. It used to be like probably eleven on eleven, and I was legit like twelve years old, eleven, <laughs> twelve years old. And Wildy come down with us, <laughs> and he said to Wildy, "He goes, if you're not going to have a crack, don't worry about coming down next week." <laughs> what twelve? Wildy was twelve, <laughs> eleven or twelve. Yeah. But like that's. But the my story. dad used to talk to me like that as well. Yeah, that, and then I obviously got a real competitive streak from him from that. Yeah. All right. So rolling into the Melbourne versus Penrith game, sort of shaped up as the game probably of the year. Uh, but much like the earlier rounds, they're not going to have some of their star players in as well. So you want to roll through this game as well. Obviously, the big ones. I like Matt Burden rolling back into the six. Yeah, I uh, know I was sort of big on having Tyrone May in there. Yeah, also um, not disrupting the centers where Matt Burton has been playing. But I think you just need to get your best players in the right positions. Um, obviously, Nathan Cleary is out. Brian Toto is out as well. Brent Naden comes in. Robert Jennings, really good winger as well. Um, obviously, don't have the same punch as those boys, but. I feel like it's still going to be a pretty good game. Isaiah Yell and James Fish Harris as well. Yeah. Like that, that they're going to be massive man for the Ford Pack. Uh, I. Man, I, 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 I'm probably against you here. I think this could be a, a bit of a fucking, blowout. Yeah, I could. I, I feel this could be a bit of a hiding, especially coming off the bat, the performance that the Melbourne Storm had against the Cowboys last week. Yeah, you know, no one, 
sort of just watching them. But and Melbourne went doing, yeah, they went doing too much. Mel- shit, North yeah. Cowboys had a crack, mate. Yeah. The Cowboys had a crack, like all um, mad respect to them because, the, you know, they hung in there. And a few teams did that over the weekend, uh, you know, watching the games just gone, is that they didn't, like, just give in straight away. Yeah. After they, you know, under a bit of adversity, a lot of teams are just thrown in the towel. Canberra comes to mind straight away with with Parramatta where they come fought back after defending their line for a minute. And Cowboys did that, so, you know, props to, to the Cowboys. But... Um, knowing sort of the intensity that Craig Bellamy has, I dare say that he, he would have been ripping into the boys and um, they, they probably would have been looking ahead to this game, to be fair. Yep. Like it's, you know, they're not yeah, that, that sort of Yeah, that happens. That happens sometimes. When, eh? you, when you've got a big game around the corner and you just want to get through the, the Cowboys game unscathed. But, um, yeah, I, I feel like Melbourne can do a proper number on the Panthers here. Yeah, we're sort of matching up everyone here um, on the visual. Man, yeah, I, I, 13-plus wouldn't surprise me at all, would it? Yeah, and then they've got, obviously, Pappy got some minutes back in his legs too last week off the bench. Yep. Um, he'll be better for that run as well. Uh, yeah, Prez comes back into that team. They've got their origin players, Felice Kufusi, uh, Dal Fanukin back in, who weren't in last week. So It's crazy how re- reliant we are on superstars right now. So Munster was out last week. Melbourne sort of struggled. Whenever Tommy's out, Manly sort of scraped by. Yeah. Um, Nathan Cleary's kind of been the big one lately. Like, Penrith just... Like they kind of look like a normal side again. You know what I mean? They look beatable. Like when Nathan's there, they everyone just gets ten percent better or twenty percent better. He just makes everyone in and around him a lot better, doesn't he? Yeah, you just you just end up looking at the flow of games. I remember like last week on Sunday, it was only you know ten minutes into the game. I think just before Isaiah Yell uh, went down, and I said I wrote in the group chat. I said, boys, like Penrith look clunky. Eight dollars, eight dollars here for. Um, head to head Like obviously they lost They mm. lost 18-12 But you can just tell the difference Like there's, there's a bit of a flow I said I wouldn't be surprised If there's an upset in this game I think Matt Burden um, Really steadies the ship up a lot Because he'll take control Of all the big kicking as well um, Whenever him and Jerome play I think Jerome Even though he's the more experienced player And he's the origin player right now He's still happy to take that step back And play that um, second, pit, second set of eyes Or as a pure 5-8 I know he's named at the 7 um, He'll still get his touches in But yeah I think the Matt Burden Kind of levels the play with Filled up a little bit, but I just think Jerome Hughes is um, one of the best sevens right now, and Munster's just going to do his thing, and Melbourne just going to keep rolling on and rolling on. So, rolling up to the World Cup shenanigans, Kiwis and Aussie pulled out. Initial thoughts? <clears throat> um, I can understand it. Yeah, so can I. I can understand it. Uh, I so so from from what a, a lot of the um, there's been mixed reports about it. Obviously, like what, what some of the reports? I've just been. the reports are that apparently it's the NRL clubs that have gone to the New Zealand Rugby League and the Australian Rugby League and said, "Look, we just don't want our players to go. Um, it's going to be a disrupted preseason again. We had COVID last year that flowed into having the Origin players come back after Chrissy and a little bit further in. And basically, um, if they have to go into the lockdown and they come back and they're in a bubble again, then some of these players might be coming back in February." With two weeks of preseason training, as you know, yeah, like you, you just need, you need the K's in the legs, you need you need the contact uh, before the season. So, um, at, from a club's point of view, especially for some of the teams, some of the teams could have like potentially thirteen. Like we're talking across the board: Australia, mm. New Zealand, Tonga, Samoa, Fiji. Some of the you know, like thirteen out of your squad of thirty, it's just you can't even fucking run ball work at training if you yeah. don't. If like if that's the case, so 
Um, yeah, so I, we're, we're looking at the, we're looking at the Melbourne side right now, like yeah. Adokar be in, Munster be in, Jerome Hughes, all the Kiwi boys would be in, Welsh would be in there, Cheese, yeah. Felice Kafusi would be in there, Delphinukin would be in. Yeah. So even go to the bench, anyone on the bench like Pappy, oh, yeah, oh, Pappy, Kamakamitha would be in Fiji. As well. Kamakamitha, yeah, yeah. yeah, all those boys as well. So George Jennings would play Tonga, Justin Olam will play PNG. So yeah. Your, your whole Melbourne story. Remus Smith is a chance of playing for New Zealand yeah, with, with, with the form that he's been playing in. Yeah, so. so all those guys, yeah, your whole Melbourne side's out. So a lot of the times when stuff like this happens and players have got a voice, you hear a bit of reaction. It was kind of like crickets, wasn't it? Yeah. All the boys must be low-key going, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like I'd imagine – So I have, we, we got a feel for the England side. Yeah, so, so Mark Flanagan messaged me. Uh, he's a good mate of mine from everything. He played at West Tigers. He's a good-looking cunt too, eh? Yeah, he's, he's a snack. He's a snack. Anyway, he, he messaged me and he goes, I can't believe the boys don't want to come over. And I said, look, I'll explain him to, to what I said. I, 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 from what I gather, it's the NRL clubs, but you can sort of tell from the boys' reactions like that, especially some of the guys that are seasoned and played a few caps and all those sorts of things. They go into this bubble. They're away from their family now. Um, it's been disruptive a couple of years for them. Some of them might be thinking, as much as they'd love play, to play for their country, like... I'd rather just sit back and say nothing in this. Like, yeah. if, if they were to say, if the Australian Rugby League and New Zealand Rugby League were to come and say, look, we're going to go, I dare say they'd all put their hand up. Like, yeah. None of them would pull you, out. And you, go. You'd rather travel England for four, four weeks or five weeks and then fucking running laps around. Yeah, for sure. Like, they'd definitely put their hands up and want to go Parramatta out. Parramatta Park doing hills and shit. Fuck that. Yeah, they'd put their hands up for it. But A bit like, of a Bunsen too. Yeah, a yeah, little, yeah. little Bunsen. Bunsen's always important, as you know. Bit of a Bunsen, bit of travel, few caps. Yeah. Like the, but it's been a rough couple of years for the boys, and obviously, like I understand they get paid well and all that, but they just like they just get told what to do, like where to live at the moment when you can go out for a coffee and shit like that. I think it just gets draining after a while. So, is Jackson is the World Cup still going ahead? Oh, I understand it. They're, they're still planning on going ahead with it, so yeah. it'll just be they're thinking of just stacking the tier two sides of Tonga, Samoa. Like if if like you said, if the boys do want to play, I think it's going to be the Kiwis. Aussie's going to their second. I was year. listening to Laurie Daly saying he was talking about in the on SEN a couple of mornings ago that um, the Indigenous team and the Maori team, like yeah, I saw in, that putting yeah. in a team, and apparently uh, the boys have come out and said that they'll put their hands up for it. So, but like it hasn't got past that point. I think they just have meetings about it now. So it'll be interesting. It'll probably develop over the next couple couple of weeks. They've got to make a decision quick. Though. Yeah, whether yeah. it gets the green light or, or not, but I. I know from the English side, obviously they've come out and they've been pretty vocal about it as well. So I saw somewhere um, Tommy Turbo could play for like Serbia. Is that where Luke is from as well? <laughs> is that where Luke is from? Luka Doncic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, Slovenia. Oh, Slovenia. So yeah. it's different countries. Um, yeah, he won't be playing that. I think, uh, <laughs> but if, if, like to your point, Scope, if they were all to just stack the second tier sides, then you defeat the whole purpose of Aussie New Zealand pulling out. Yeah, from an NRL club's perspective, of not wanting their boys to go away. And yeah, and so that's late. what I mean. Like, it's so not, I don't think they'll go. It's not. It's not their. Dis- like, it hasn't been New Zealand and Australian rugby league. It's been from the NRL clubs, I believe. And then if that'd be like, a bit of a giggle if like, they just went on and played anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be like a kind of a big fuck you to New, uh, New Zealand rugby league and yeah. kangaroos. Like yeah. you ain't the big dogs around here anymore. Later. All right, so we're going to roll into um, the sort of best rebuilds. We've seen this on, was this Roasty's page we've seen yeah, this on? Yeah, Roasty's page, yeah. Yeah, so we're going to go Sharks versus Doggies, uh, Sharks rebuild. We've got Hines, Dal Finucane, Cam McInnes is coming back off yeah. an injury as well. Um, dogs, man, they've got Adokar, Pangai Jr., Vaughn's just signed for a year, Dufty's gone for a year, and Matt Burden. Obviously, obviously the Dogs one's better, isn't it, or nah? 
I'm sharks. Oh, yeah. So, oh, so, cool. so we, we can have a little debate on this because um, I just like, from the Sharks' point of view, and this is like respectfully to the boys, like a lot of those players have X Factor. And there's, there's still like some of the – you look at those names, they can have 10 out of 10, some of those players. Yep. But they can also have 5 out of 10s. Yeah, that's fair. I'd prefer to have Fanuk and Hines and McInnes where they probably don't have the ceiling – but, like, as a group... You know what you're going to get. Look, because the Sharks aren't, like, you know, they're floating around. They've got a bit of, like, you know, X Factor as well. Like add Moiser to that, to, to re-sign in as well. He's re-signed for another year. I just think, you know, going into a club, and I've got a... Um, apparently, there's a really high opinion of uh, Craig Fitzgibbon, who, you know, I was in the under-20s. I've seen him train. I know what he's about. Like, I, just from, a, you know, watching him train, I sort of got a pretty good gauge on how, how he's going to be as a coach. This just has his name written all those three players. Yeah. Have like his him imprinted on them. You know what I mean? They're his types of guys. Let's break this really down. Hines, um, obviously one of the game stars right now. Yep. Leaves the Melbourne system. Does that affect him? I think it will. But can you be someone like a lot of people when they leave the Melbourne system, it's like there's a thousand, but maybe a guy like Gareth Widdop is is an example of someone yeah. that can yeah, not, right. not be in Melbourne and, and kick on. He so. did well. He did well at the Dragons for sure. I think it's, it'll be nice to uh, to have Hines and Finucane coming together uh, in 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 the way in in the terms of like Finucane can be that you know set the set the example for because Finucane gives me sort of like you know poor gallon vibes anyway like he's just going to be straight up and down he's going to get about his work he's going to be a leader through the middle hey, they must have the biggest rap on him eh? so he rocked into the new south wales side and straight into vice captain like yeah. you know what i mean so it says a lot about his character and yeah who he is, yeah and like I, I didn't realize his carry was so strong in origin he was carrying the ball really well obviously when you see melbourne play they do a different style when all those guys are kind of like um decoys and it's just a style of play but yeah oh when you would, watch would you roll him straight into captain with way graham he'd no, nah, I'd Co- keep Wado. Keep Wado. I'd keep Wado captain. I'd I'd put him as co-captains or vice skipper. Um, then you have got Cam McInnes. Is the, I believe they they there's been talks that Cam McInnes was brought there to play lock. Yeah. So so um, he moves up to nine. So straight away, if you sort of look at the makeup of their their pack, you know Dale Finucane up front. Um, you got uh, Cam McInnes goes to lock. Wado and Britton Nakora. Like that's a that's a good yeah that's, that's a good work like workhorse team. You it's got diverse as well. Um, Sai Sifa uh, Telakai. Yeah, he's he's a bit of X factor. He you know he might come off the bench or you know push for a starting spot. Um, Toby Rudolph. He's developing you know slowly developing into a nice you know first grader. Who Ashton Sims? <laughs> <laughs> he plays exactly like him, eh? Um, Hamill <laughs> Ueli. So they've got like for the guys they've got a few big boppers who. You know, you don't punch out the biggest minutes. Now they got you, you throw in three, fucking two workhorses into that into that pack. I think Nico Hines will probably most likely play uh, six with Moiser at seven or seven and six between them. And, and yeah, because there's want... no way you're pushing Will Kennedy out of fullback. He's no, been unreal no. for him this year. Silky, eh? He's silky as. Yeah, I've got a massive wrap like on him. Glides. He just looks cool when he plays. So yeah, Hines. Yeah, I like. You know, it's nice. I like the way they're building with the with the doggies. You know, are, they, are they emotionally scarred? Like, you've been getting spanked for, like, four years, man. They're like, going to be fun, years. man. They're going to be fun to watch. Like, fuck. You know when, your, da- you know when your dad kicks you You know when your dad kicks you up the ass and you got a bit of a limp for a while? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the doggies for a few years, eh? Yeah. They just, like, forget how to... Sometimes you've, like... You know, as I say, winning's a habit and losing's a habit. Yeah. Man, it's going to be tough to get out of there. And you can say all the right things, and they've got all the right pieces, man. They've literally got no excuse anymore. Yeah, they, they don't have any excuses. I, I sort of jumped the gun with the Bulldogs uh, 
to start the year this year, so I'm just going to be more. What do you toss up? I thought they were going to. I thought they're going to be in the eight to twelve range. Yeah, so, I would have said that. Too. So like pushing for the top eight, and then you know their worst with a few. Like I was excited about some of the Kotrick you spoke about, uh, Corey Allen, who had you know come off the back of a pretty successful Origin series. Uh, Kyle Flanagan, I thought he was going to get a new lease of life, but it just hasn't panned out. They're just starting to develop some nice players, man. So. Um, the Flanagan one's super interesting, isn't it? Mm. They're, they're going to be fun to watch. Like, yeah, they're going to like you know you want to you want to tune into a dogs game early in the year. So Addo Carr's got points in them. Pangai Junior's got points in them. Vaughan loves getting over the line pretty early. So a lot of the times when you're losing, you actually struggle to score points. They don't really have this problem anymore. Burden can carry the ball well, can kick the ball well. Dufty's got a wide four with a long ball. So within that little five there, that that's eighteen to twenty four points a game at least. If you're kidding them right, was that that too generous? No, no, like that's what I mean. That 12, 12 to 16. Hey, 12 to 16. My point is they've got 18, but that that, that five can also have minus 12 <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's what I, the, the most consistent out of all of them is probably the Fox, like at a car. Like we know, we know what we're going to get from Fox at New South Wales level, Melbourne Storm level, Australia, Indigenous. He always plays at a high level. Mm. Um, you know, as much as we, you know, we love Duff, he's, he's a mate of ours. Matty Burton, uh, Pangai is the ultimate. Like Pangai. Mm. Pangai can be the best player in the comp on his on any given day, but you know he, he has the odd stinker as well. So um, for me, I'd yeah, but I'd, he plays for a shitty team, right? Yeah, I know. So like, but I'm excited. Yeah, you know, like yeah. it's like as a fan, I'm excited. I'm, you know, I, don't, I don't mean to, to to rip on the boys too much, but give me the more respectfully to the Broncos fans yeah, out. Respectfully. <laughs> um, but for me, if I'm going into to start a season, I know what I'm going to get out of Dalfinuk and Cameron McInnes and, and Nick Hohen. And that's maximum effort. And you're, you're Trent Barrett. you got Pangai Jr. rolling through. What are you saying to him? Uh, just do your job. I th- you know what? Just talking uh, about... Know, no, sorry. Sorry to cut you off. I yeah. think him just hanging around Sonny Bill. Sonny Bill lives out in Oatley. He's got his own gym and True. stuff. Imagine SB Dub on, on core. Oof. Yeah. Oh, what do I need to do? Yeah. I think that'll help him. Yeah, eh? That's a good point. And just the fact that he's away from you said like the Broncos now, where he you gotta remember at the Broncos it's sort of been like they've got some nice young forwards coming coming through, but like if something went wrong, it's like fucking MILF and Pangai. Like mm. he's just been in that MILF Pangai. Uh, it's up to if the, if they're gonna win a games, Payne Huss has to have a ten out of ten. He's gotta have a ten, ten out of ten. And that's just to compete, eh? And that's just to fucking like with the strength of their roster, that's just to compete mm. and have like a game where they don't get ridiculed. So just getting down to the Bulldogs, just I reckon Trent Barrett might just go, fuck, let's start again, let's start fresh. You come out and do what you do and I'll make sure that everything's in, in place for, for you to succeed around you. It'd be interesting if he brings the same structure because obviously like the way that the Panthers play, he brought that over from Manly yep. and John Cartwright brought that down from North Queensland. So okay. it'd be interesting if they sort of stick to that style or they go more traditional left-right. Yeah. Um, so it'd be good to see how it all plays out. So really looking forward to the doggies. It'd, it'd um, be nice if, I wonder if Burton and Pangai will end up on the same left edge together and they can have like a bit of a dream. You know how Burton's looked really nice on that left edge and he yeah. sort of knows how Kikau plays a bit on that left edge and try to implement some of those shapes where he's out the back yeah, and just yeah. mixing their shape up. That yeah. that could be something that they'll look at. Be, uh, oh, big edge. He's big, bro, Burden, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Someone said he looks like Jeremy Lattimore and I can't shake it. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Jeremy, Jeremy Lattimore with a bit Kitty, of skill. Kitty's Lattimore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so rolling into a bit of sad news, but good news. If you're a Kiwi, um, 
Roger Tuovasa check, one of the greats. I read on Sean Johnson's post the other day, like sometimes when you've got a talented dude, they can sort of get by on talent and it's enough to do it. Like they don't really train well. Roger was that perfect mix of hard work and talent, wasn't he? Yeah, I ju- just like most people, there have been highlights that have come out over him over the last... Co- Fuck, man, you almost start to forget. Sometimes you take plays for granted because they've been around for so long and, mm. you, and you've seen it. I'll tell you a funny story about um, uh, Roger. So he's, I believe it was his debut year in 2013 when I got to Manly. Yep. And uh, he was playing on the left wing. He was playing on the right wing for the Roosters and I was, uh, I was left back row. So he, come, he, he had a kick return. So he brought he brought a kick return back to the sort of the middle of the field or to the tram line where I was, and um, I fainted to the open and then bang, just me with a mad left foot. This mm. is like the first time I'd seen him. I didn't know who he was. He was only a kid at the time. He went straight through and dusted me, made a line break. This is only in a trial though, so you, you get away with it. <laughs> you get away with it. It doesn't come up on, on all the highlights, but he fucking cleaned me. Anyway, he must have switched to one side. Uh, he, he got a kick return in the middle of the field against us probably early. We lost the Roosters four times that year, but it was the first time we played them. And um, as, I, as, as Roger was bringing it back to us, I was on the, just on the left-hand side of Chalky, uh, Anthony Watmo, and I go, left foot, left foot. <laughs> Deuce, he banged him with the right foot and went, and went straight through. And then Chalky's turning around, and as I'm running back, Chalky's going, you said fucking left foot. And I go, well, fuck, I... Probably, I don't know who he is. Yeah, I probably I probably hadn't done enough um, uh, film on him, but uh, yeah, obviously, that, yeah. that left and right foot, man, that's iconic for uh, you know New Zealanders and and touch footy players, and you know there are so many good ones that have gone before him. But do you know? Do you know geez, what I liked? It, perfected it. Do you know what I liked about his step? Like he stepped into contact. Like you know, a lot of people when they step, they're trying to are trying to avoid contact. Yeah. Like he'd use it as a like just to shift the weight of the defender and, and break through. Stepping and going forward. Forward, yeah. So yeah. it was a massive difference, and like he was never scared of contact or anything like that. So obviously, love playing Roger, uh, watching him play. Um, some of the story as well. So, but this did make the highlights, and oh, it wasn't yeah. me though. But the, <laughs> the ball went over the top, and he got a line break as well, and Matty Moore. Moreland was coming to defend him up same year 2013 and Matty tried to show him the sideline (laughs) and he still got cranked off the left foot bro (laughs) so like there's the right sideline bro Matty goes yeah sweet I'll show him the sideline bro Roger just goes up crank bro when he steps the the force that he hits the ground with was fucking crazy man yeah it's um yeah, the a couple of, from from his early years at the Warriors, some of those uh, step. Who did he step? Michael Morgan, bro. One of the highlights was stepping Michael Morgan, and it tore was his, um, tore his pec. peck. Yeah, did he tore his peck doing that? Yeah, yeah okay, bro. that was so clean, man. Like and and fuck snapping ankles. He's like, tearing pecs. Yeah, he, like he you got, talk um, about he boys. Got, uh, he got Kyle Felt on the one meter blind. Oh as well, no, no, yeah. young young Tonamapia. Tonamapia. Can, we, can oh. we hopefully we if we got a bit of time, maybe we can get some edits of. Up off, maybe there's some film on on nah, Moyes would be filthy on the on the plays. <laughs> I'd love to get it up, but yeah, um, like you said, thanks to 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 Roger, a lot of class and respect not only shown by him this year to be doing like you know trying to bring Reese Walsh in and taking his time on on the wing. Many done that to him early on, so he would have had that yeah. sort of like pedigree there as well. Away, eh? like yeah. oh, let me bring the young kid through. Um, from exciting, yeah, obviously like one Dally M as well, which is the highest honour individually. Um, it just hurts when you're a Kiwi and you can't play in these Origin games. Yeah. So I think he's obviously living in New Zealand. You see how how cool the fucking All Blacks are. He's going to roll over there, man, and hopefully, obviously we love a bit of union now. Yeah, we've well, we got a couple of boys it. coming up. Well, I'm speaking to Aaron Smith and TJ Perinara about so it'll be interesting to get their thoughts on him, how 
you know, how they think he's going to transition, especially given the fact that they're letting him go now a little bit earlier to, to make sure he works on his craft. J- Jacko, where do you see him rolling in? What posse? Position. Yeah. Oh, I think they'll probably start him out a bit wider. Like wing? They do. Yeah, start him on the wing, move him into the midfield. I think his future's going to be fullback, though. He's a bit Has he got a kick? Has, can he kick? You don't, necessarily, you don't necessarily need to in this point. Yeah, Will game. Jordan doesn't have the Will biggest Jordan kick, does he? D-Mac has a good kick, but doesn't really use it. Yeah. Um, even guys like David Havili. You just you just need a runner now. Do you just need Chris, to have Chris Latham? <laughs> Do you Jordy just need Dan. to have that little pop gun? You know, sort of these days. Like if Rog can put it on the foot, get a bit of a pop gun in the middle of the field, and then yeah. chase it down, and then keep like play field position. You don't really need that long yardage kick anymore, do you? Exactly. exactly. Yeah, that mad midfield bomber, and the boys go yeah. up. Yeah, that's a D Mac special. That one. He's also Corey Jane. Guns. Yes, schoolboy. Obviously, it's it's a long time ago, but Rogers played plenty of high level fullback. In rugby union, yeah. Can, if you've got a nice ten and a nice nine who can kick the ball a decent click, then you, yeah, you can train, you can afford to have a player like. Train Rogers. with the NZ Sevens boys uh, last year did a preseason with Liam Messam and that. Yeah, apparently was just fucking clinic shoulders a bit above all of them. So yeah, and the difference between him and players that have gone in the past, obviously got the background of Doom. So yeah, yeah, you know, it's yeah. like gonna you know he knows the game inside and out. I did you know he's probably been a massive fan of the game and watched it. So you know sometimes we've had players that have transitioned and gone from rugby league to rugby union and they've just fucked like Sammy he, like Sammy Burgess has been. Benji, Benji would be a prime example. Yeah, but you know even I mean? Sammy said like he had to learn the game and, it was, and he was just starting to find his feet in it before he started to realise like, oh, this isn't for me and he ended up coming back or whatnot. Or they gave up on him. I think, you know, maybe England gave up on him a little bit. So, um, yeah, and, and massive respect again to the Warriors, man. The way that the Warriors have conducted themselves over the last couple of years to give up, not give up. But Who's like, his CEO, bro? He's a, he's a GA. Camo, Cam, yeah. George, Cam George, yeah, good guy. Good guy. Yeah, to, to like, to give this to Rog to make sure, because, you know, he could have, he could have put the club first. You know, things have been taken away from him, that game going back to New Zealand, and they've handled themselves so well, man. Like, they've got to be like as a game. I think there's got to be something like there's got to be some sort of reward for the Warriors for what they've done over the last couple of years. Like, yeah, I think enough's it, enough. Hey, eh? give them something. They've got to, there's got to be a majority of games that go back to New Zealand for next year or, or whatever. Um, I think. Six point head start on games. That'd be, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a giggle. Were we going to do a blog on that one time? Yeah, I don't think it was enough. Wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the boys were getting pumped. So, um, just on a thing that doesn't really matter, the way he looks probably with the coolest in the rugby league uniform, eh? Like the way he when he walks out, he's got the yeah, he's got the short socks up. He's always got vibey boots on. Legs are always oiled up. Fucking slick back of doom walking out the tunnel with the with the island drums going. Bro, imagine him in that all black though. Yeah, I know. He's That'd gonna, be cool, right? He's gonna fucking look. I can I can tell you as well, if the all blacks tap someone on the shoulder and get them to come across the union, there's a good chance they're gonna be playing. They, they don't just get willy nilly any NRL player to come over. Oh so yes, yes, yes. Him a lot and Sonny. Do you reckon he's got an NZRU contract straight off? He does, yeah. He does. Oh, he does. Yeah, he does. So a lot of people saying, Oh, I don't think he's gonna make it in union or whatever. He's gonna be given every opportunity to to make it. Yeah, I just think he's Based on his uh, his high school, you know, his hot playing playing in high school at a higher level, and you can just see he was a natural rugby union player as well. And fuck, he used to have some of the freshest um, press conferences. Yeah, like. yeah. He still do, he still hasn't properly developed that. He's uh, uh he's such a nice guy, bro. You can see like, but like he's genuinely trying to be like. He always wants to say the right. He's a bit like yeah, Chaz. Yeah, wants, yeah. But he's a bit diplomatic and always wants to say the right things and and just a fucking good guy. So sometimes you can see him just trying to. Oh, how do I not rip the boys? Because because a lot of times, bro, he's been fucking easily the best player for the Warriors and the Warriors haven't played well. And you know sometimes yeah, the old the player can fucking get down on and say the wrong things. He always says the right things, man. Yeah. And you can tell like 
fuck, he probably, you know, he probably means it. Like, he's, he just seems like a fucking champion. So, fuck, he'd uh, been dragging the Warriors for like four or five years. Yeah. Eh? And look, they had some good spines. But remember, they had Bully, Sean, and, and Fozzie for a bit. Yeah. And he was still their best player by a country mile. Mm. Never let you down. Um, so, yeah, shout out to RTS. Um, obviously, got to play from in the Kiwis as well. So, grateful for that. So, fuck, he was, he was, he was just cool to hang around. I was yeah. like, fuck, you're cool. Um, yeah, so thanks for tuning in to YKTR Sports Show. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. Appreciate you guys. Later.